So, okay. Welcome to the TM podcast, episode 49. We are back. Um, very happy to welcome you to this brand new episode. And my name is Felix, and I'm here today with Bernd and Eric to talk about the error handling. We've already had an error handling episode, um, and now we have new features, new stuff we want to share. Thanks to Eric. Yeah. Yes. yes. So maybe, Bernd, Eric, you can introduce yourself. Sure. Um, yeah. So maybe I start quickly. I'm the oldest one. So uh, Bernd Dittrich, I'm uh, order management, one of the order management architects and a happy consumer uh, of uh, error handling and have been with this podcast for a while now. So welcome back also from my side. Yes. And uh, my name is Eric, I'm also a developer in uh, order management in TM. And yeah, for error handling, I've been working on this uh, topic for release 2022. And yeah, it started like uh, the project I had uh, when I was uh, still a student um, in TM. And this one I took over uh, into my daily work. So yeah, uh, one of the topics I've been working with. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. So very happy to have you both here. I'm Felix. I'm also a developer. Um, in the order management team and also very happy to be on the hosting side of the podcast today. Very nice. So maybe let's start with the work now. Huh? Yeah. Ben, Eric, <laughs> anyone want to give a, a short uh, summary um, for those who haven't listened to episode 47? This, I think. I hard to imagine there is anybody left, but okay, <laughs> let's, in case you forgot what you heard uh, two years ago or so. So um, let's, let's recap on what error handling is uh, all about. Uh, Eric, do you want to explain a bit on that? Uh, so why, what, what is error handling? I, 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 when we released the note, uh, the episode uh, last time, I also said, okay, maybe the name error handling in TM is a bit wide because it's not about all errors, but it's specifically uh, about uh, message errors. Uh, Eric, so maybe uh, let's let's start with what is it uh, <laughs> in in detail? Yeah, sure. So um, I have to admit, uh, error handling was introduced before my time. So um, I actually learned about error handling through podcast 47, uh, which was uh, <laughs> quite some time. What did you learn? Oh, yes. <laughs> So, yeah, the principle is that we have uh, Tor documents uh, in TM and uh, uh, that's where we are working on with uh, in the order management side. Mm. And uh, if you have uh, inbound uh, messaging and uh, you create Tor documents from external systems uh, in, our, in our system, the, in the system we are um, in, Uh, and you have uh, faulty data in these uh, messages. Uh, and what we don't want is to reject the messages because we say, okay, you have um, an error here and uh, we don't process this message. But what we... That was a cold truth uh, yes. before that. So when, when there was, you have 100 line items and one of the line items has a wrong uh, Material, for example, exactly. uh, we have something in the queue. Yeah, we reject the whole message. Yeah. And uh, that's not what we want to do. So we actually store these uh, uh, documents, the freight documents, uh, with the errors. So um, that's um, okay from our side. We just uh, block them for execution, for planning. So mm -hmm. we say um, you, you can't proceed with these uh, um, documents until you solve the errors in mm -hmm. the system. 
So you see, okay, this um, document has been created with some faulty um, product ID on the, on the item, for example. And you have to um, yeah, go to the document and uh, have a look what is the error and uh, have to resolve it. And once you have resolved all um, yeah, document errors on this uh, Tor document, you can proceed. Uh, the blocks are removed and uh, you can process this document. Yeah. And in the old 2020 release, uh, or from some of you maybe in the new 2020 release, um, the, the way resolving the error is a dedicated UIBB, right? A UI mm -hmm. uh, where you see all the errors and in there uh, you resolve the error. So, and then what is the old way of resolving errors? So, how would I resolve it traditionally? Yeah, so exactly. So, um, you have this tab, like uh, you mentioned, it's uh, document errors, mm -hmm. it's called, it's on the UI. And uh, you see the list of um, errors that are currently on this document existing. And um, you have the possibility, for example, if it's an item error, you have to, one uh, option is to, of course, go to the item tab, look uh, where on which item the um, uh, yeah product well, is missing. Exactly. <laughs> so the product is actually missing because um, on the document errors, you see, okay, it was... Um, or the message came in with material X, for example. Mm. But on the item side, you then see it as an empty field. And mm. um, what you can do is there, of course, um, enter the correct value. You can use the search help um, for this. Um, mm. And the search help for the master, for, for data. The master data material. Okay. Exactly. So you will find all the materials. All the materials in mm. the system. And uh, you can then select and. Uh, yeah, if you don't know which, you maybe you ask your uh, um, material specialist what what was or what was uh, meant, meant, and uh, you have then the option to resolve it there. And if you enter it, the document is resolved automatically. So um, also in the document errors tab, then the, the error is gone. And this is also the second option how you can uh, resolve the error. It's mm. um, you go to the uh, document errors tab and you see okay, um, yeah. Mit item 10 was uh, created with a faulty uh, mit, um, yeah, product ID value and um, you have also the option um, the search help available so mm. again the master data search help with all the uh, material master data and you can select there and uh, I think you have uh, another actions on the UI there um, I Actually, I have to look yeah, what, open, yeah. what is. I think you can uh, do a retry. So if mm. like, the master data was not existing when the message came in, mm. then the document was created with the error. And if there is now the um, the state in the system that now the master data exists, you can do a retry there and the same um, yeah, value is used for the retry and maybe that then works. This is also um, a third option actually, how this um, error can be resolved is uh, if the message sender notices uh, it's a mistake mm. and says, oh, I've done something wrong, I send in another version of the message. And if we process this, also the um, errors yeah, may be resolved then okay. with this updated mm. message. Basically, the uh, I mean the, the cool part is you have uh, already a, a task list, so you have you can focus on the errors. You also get a search help, which is already specific to the error. So if it's a party business partner error, then you would get a search help for parties. If it's a and if it's a carrier error, then it's a for carrier. Mm -hmm. And if it's a material, then you get a search help for material. So it's already cool. Huh? Yes, but. Um, 
the so it's not cool enough uh, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I, I think we had um, um, feedback uh, from from one of our partners we developed that with very intensely and we got very valuable feedback so <clears throat> since that search helps are, are so generic um, we, we wanted to get better right so that's what we try to address now with a new development maybe if I quickly hmm? can if I may jump in right yeah. so to set a little bit more context um, you know you already had some some examples um, on, on possible errors like uh, incorrect um, material um, product IDs that hmm. don't exist in the system maybe you can give a little bit more of a short background on how those errors come up in the first place right because i think hmm, electronic message why would there be anything wrong right so maybe just a short context for you work the, in it right <laughs> 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 sure uh, yeah um very good question we also asked that ourselves so wh what could possibly go wrong the typically <laughs> um the, the the starting point but what we had to learn is that i think 10% of uh, the electronic messages that has been received um, by our collaboration partner were faulty. And, and the, the source of that uh, is, is different from what I uh, remember. Think it's easy, things like uh, you get an ASN and your supplier uh, is, is not full electronic uh, mode, but he's uh, entering the data in a portal or so. And entering the data is manual work. Manual work is is error prone potentially yeah then you have that error, other error category that your uh, supplier is a bit faster than you yeah? so that you already receive things and your master data governance process was not that quick yeah? um, basically i think this is the main so, so typos uh, in mm -hmm. a way because the other side might have a, a non-sap system which is let's say more relaxed uh, on uh, on the consistency of input unlike german engineers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh that is where it comes from and, and really it, it also for us i think it was a surprisingly high number of uh, like 10 percent of the mess but okay again you have hundreds of items uh, potentially or dozens of, of items you have some fields and one hour is enough was enough to stop the document uh, traditionally so And and again, uh, it's frequently it's the same error. So that the <coughs> customers may also, or your suppliers may also have wrong setup, and then you receive the same error again and again and again. And depending on the system, it's it's not not easy that they uh, correct that error. So mm -hmm. you do that same exercise frequently yeah. exactly and that's actually where the new development came in as well so it's the often the same error yes. um, every day and uh, you look and uh, yeah you, you remember uh, that uh, this error came up uh, in, in your in your uh, uh, yeah in your thought you still say ah this was last week i guess uh, but um, you have to still do it manually again and uh, you have no Yeah, in in the system you don't get the the information. Yes, this error came up last week, because actually what we do in uh, Tor until the new development was mm -hmm. um, okay. The error was solved, um, and it was 
tor specific data where we stored it and then actually a no node and when the error was resolved we just yeah deleted this uh, instance of this error and uh, was gone and never seen again ah, yeah. <laughs> just last wave to the change docs and then yes. uh, it was over yeah mm -hmm. exactly and sounds like that is different now so maybe okay. now first we have should have should define what, what means now uh, i think we are now talking about s4hana 2022 on private cloud or on prem uh, whatever you call it uh, release right exactly mm -hmm. op 2022 release uh, we yeah introduced the uh, yeah new um, error handling enhancements And that's where we uh, tackled some of those uh, issues. So it was actually the yeah, one of the most important ones is to remember which errors came up, right? Um, and yeah, that's what we've taken care of. Uh, we have the introduced uh, possibility to actually store the resolved errors. Mm -hmm. And where we focused on in the first development step were the master data errors. So we have like different mm. error categories. That's also um, mentioned in the, and talk, you talked about that in the episode 47, which uh, different uh, error categories, um, yeah, exist. And I think in the meantime, there came some <laughs> additional since this episode. Mm. And it's, the concept stayed the same. So we have the reference errors which are basically um, information on, okay, the referenced yeah, predecessor the document, mm -hmm. exactly, mm -hmm. sales, um, sales order, or purchase purchasing order, order in, in most in, cases. In mm -hmm. most case, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, or it's just wrong reference document. That's a reference error. Mm -hmm. um, and we have the master data errors. That's what we were talking about earlier. So uh, like um, wrong product ID on the item. That's a typical one. Or package ID or something in this area, business partner, and so on. Um, and the third one, that, yeah, we call them advanced errors. They are like none of the uh, two before Above. mentioned, uh, <laughs> and uh, hmm. yeah, play their, by their special rules. Um, but we focus in our first development now on the master data errors, and we keep track of which errors occurred in the past. And actually, if you now go either um, to the item tab and resolve uh, the error there by uh, yeah, correcting the value in the product ID or you go to the document error and correct it there or there is an updated message um, which resolves the error. All of that um, leads actually to uh, yeah, the deletion of the error instance on the tor document. And what we do now is If you activate it in no. customizing, I think we come to that later, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, we store this information that the error occurred. We store the how you yeah proceeded uh, or how yeah the system noticed the procedure in how how the error was solved, and we store the actual error instance. So um, when did this exact instance occur? When was it this exact instance um, resolved? And with which, um, yeah, value is actually a part of the procedure. So we have like um, the information we store there in the error history, we call it, which error came up, um, which procedures um, yeah, were hmm. used to solve this error in the past. And um, for each procedure, your exact instances of the errors concerning also the um, documents uh, where this error occurred. 
Information there as well. And that is stored in a separate area, in a, technically in a new BO, right? Exactly. So, and why is that? So why why is it not stored in the um, Tor itself? Uh, yeah, I mean, we wanted to decouple it a bit from mm. the Tor itself because um, actually it's not related to the to the document itself. That's what we we know. Mm -hmm. So we we have to or we want to have this information separately. Um, and why so we started in a in a separate BO. We have also, if, for example, the Tor document was archived. Mm. Uh, we still want to have the information that the error occurred once. Mm. Like, mm. Uh, we have one in this new BO a separate archiving approach. Um, we have, can um, yeah define separate uh, values for like your residence period and so mm. on. Uh, and well, of course. Maybe we are not alone with this. Uh, with this and and uh, we aren't. Idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, already in use also for for integration purposes. If I'm not yeah, wrong, exactly. right? Yeah. Like we have some error handling there as well in place, and we thought, okay, maybe uh, useful in the future and uh, there as well to store the information that an error, yeah, occurred and that it was resolved. And then <laughs> these areas want to have uh, like a place where they can store the information as well. And yeah, that's. I okay. think where we Sounds. want to position ourselves with this new error history BO to get, yeah, to provide the possibility for other BOs, source BOs, in this example, to store their okay. resolved errors. And then the structure of that BO, now diving a bit technical, but uh, okay, we have chapter marks, so if you're not interested, you can just skip it. So you have uh, one entry for, for the combination of um, the error, so the, what was wrong, right, the wrong value. Uh, so that's or maybe we can uh, go through the life cycle <laughs> of an error and then also visit the uh, BO persistence uh, of that while doing so and maybe that that uh, will explain mm -hmm. uh, more easy than just the structure so let's say I'm I again send a faulty uh, a document mm -hmm. um, you already explained I think the error itself so the, the start of the error handling that remains the same, I think, right? Yes, exactly. So, so nothing changed there. Error instance is there. I go there and, and resolve it. It's still on Torbio, right? It's still on Torbio. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm same UI uh, mm -hmm. next day after the upgrade. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I uh, up, Now I resolve the error. Mm -hmm. um, you already explained that, uh, that You also store how the error has been resolved. Mm -hmm. So most likely, they also when resolving the error, something changed as well, right? So while I uh, resolve the error, uh, there is some extra meta information that I can give when I resolve the error, yes, right? Of course. So, so mm -hmm. we take some uh, what we already have, and we provide the possibility to give some extra information. So, but exactly, you have the right point. So you resolve an error and what you actually resolve is um, yeah in the from the tor perspective now we have the um, yeah error handling node and the error instance node and on the error handling it's like okay we have this tor category and for example in a faulty uh, product on, on mm. items on this item instance uh, no on, we have a faulty product um, data uh, product id on items with this wrong value and we have it on item 10 20 30 40 okay hmm? so there's multiple instances and you now say okay i resolved this and i resolve it for all of these um, items 
yeah, um, automatically. So if you use the uh, document error tab, actually on the document, mm -hmm. you resolve it for all of them. Uh, and so let's say maybe it sounds like a packaging error. So there mm -hmm. was a, a Euro Pulet typo in, in all of them. And I now go and, and correct it to Euro Palette as a material master or X417 or so. Uh, whatever material ID. Okay, so far I think that is still the same process as before, Exactly. Right? And hmm. what we do then is we delete this uh, information from the Tor PO and while doing that we say, okay, wait a minute before deleting them, we want to store the information. But talking performance it doesn't take a minute, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neglectable. <laughs> so, um, Exactly. We say wait a minute, <laughs> not <laughs> a minute, say it. but uh, wait a uh, uh, short Sub amount second. of <laughs> short amount of time, very short amount of time, um, and we say okay, let's have a look at the error history. Bo, um, we want to insert uh, the information that this error occurred. That this error occurred, and actually the error history. Um, persists of what I already um, yeah explained a bit is the uh, root instance mm -hmm. and this root instance identifies an error. Mm -hmm. So for example, if we have the packaging um, mm -hmm. error and we have this Euro, mm -hmm. Euro palette, for example, <laughs> which was there, we, uh, this is uh, in the history stored as, as the root information. So it is um, error category. We have this mm -hmm. in TM, we have the TM item package it would be mm -hmm. and we have the 40 value your pilot and the supplier right so and mm. the supplier who mm. sent us this um, mm. this faulty message in this okay. case actually mm. this identifies an error and if this error would occur again in the future we would say oh there it is right in the, in the error history mm. and uh, sub note of the root node is the procedure actually and there we um yeah we store Yeah, actually data on how was this error resolved. And that's nothing we have we can get from the error handling node or the error instance node on the Torbio because there's no information how the mm. error will be solved. It's actually what we take from the action itself. So we identify if we are now in message processing mode. Mm. So for example, if it's an updated message, we store that ah, this error was resolved by an updated message. We also store the corrected value. That's the most important mm. part of the mm. procedure. So, for example, if you have the Euro palette and mm -hmm. uh, you say now, okay, it's Euro palette, actually, mm. the, the, the correct package uh, ID, then uh, we say, okay, this is the procedure. And this procedure is then identified by, uh, yeah, it's an updated message uh, that was sent mm. again. And this uh, updated message corrected the value to Euro palette, actually. And that's the most important things of the of this procedure. And a sub note again of this uh, procedure is then the resolution. And there we store, okay, this was now the instance from consignment order XYZ. Mm. Um, and uh, I think it was also so, okay, this was actually the error instance was created on the 25th of January 2023. Mm -hmm. That was when the original error occurred and it was stored, uh, it was resolved on the 26th of January. And yeah, we see, okay, it took a day <laughs> to resolve mm -hmm. the error. And we have this on the resolution. So it's actually the core instance information. And yes, we um, say, and sometimes this may not uh, be enough. So we want to um, as a as a user in this uh, document itself, correcting the error, we want to give him the opportunity, give the users the opportunity in the UI to say, okay, this error occurred because I don't know. Um, this may be a 
just a spelling mistake. Hmm. So he couldn't dare give his opinion on why this error occurred. And uh, this was done, uh, and we called it the error reason, actually. Hmm. That's another attribute on root level. You can say, okay, this occurred because of um, spelling mistake. Then we say this is an additional attribute as we want to restore, hmm. and that's the root interest instance. On root instance, so it's there as well. And uh, on procedure level, we say, okay, this may also be the case for saying, okay, I uh, actually s resolved the error because, uh, or yeah, while uh, I resolved it by calling the, the supplier <laughs> what um, value he actually meant or what okay. I asked my uh, the person on our side, on our end in the company, which product actually ordered, for example, mm -hmm. or with which package this normally comes, mm -hmm. we correct it this way. And this, so, uh, so just so to uh, understand rightly, so we we have a, like a configuration where you can have a list of potential strategies, mm -hmm. typical SAP profile. Uh, so you have yeah. setting where you can choose one so that you can aggregate. And this, I called my supplier and I, he explained me that is in a free text uh, kind of thing. Or? Yeah, we can mm -hmm. have both. So that's actually the procedure category mm -hmm. we have to uh, introduce as well. It's also maintainable and you can use it then for, from uh, search help and mm -hmm. uh, insert it there. And if this is still not enough, we also offer the opportunity um, to enter free text uh, to your yeah uh, resolution you have in this document. And you can say there are additional things like telephone number or I don't know, some additional mm -hmm. information on the, the specific error occurrence, um, which was used to resolve it. Oh, telephone numbers, GPR. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Bad example. Let's say <laughs> anonymized uh, yeah. token. That <laughs> bad example. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could say, okay, I called the uh, X. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mr. X from company Y. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so something like this. And, um, This is then, then saved, and if you go, that's actually the mm. fun part now. If you, uh, as a yeah, another colleague, uh, open this consignment order, for example, mm. and you go to the document errors, you now also see a new tab. Mm. At your, the old one was moved to a actually current errors tab, and we have another one then uh, introduced. It's a resolved master data errors tab, mm. and all this information that we stored now is visible there as well. So you see that for this consignment order, there was once an error is existing. It was created with a faulty package ID. So it was once stood Europallet and it was corrected on the 26th of January with Europallet. And uh, there was an um, error reason given. Oh, there was probably a spelling mistake and a procedure. Okay, I called um, someone. And we have a comment there as well. And you have all the information on the still on the consignment order existing that this error occurred. Although the order is now error free. So okay. And you could also follow up and then add more information. Exactly. Uh, remove the telephone number because now yes. remember that you exactly. are. Exactly. <laughs> you can edit this yeah. and mm. you can change maybe the procedure category we were saying. Mm. Yeah. Or the error reason, mm. oh, that was not yeah. the uh, spelling mistake was actually wrong. I don't know, master data in the supplier system, mm. something like this. You can you can change it in there as well. Okay, that, so that's already quite a difference and added value uh, when re reporting or correcting uh, the error. Even so, I'm not not using the data yet. We come to that later, but so there is already um, something new when 
resolving the error, let's say, the, the classical way so yeah. far. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. still the potential that you resolved it the wrong way, right? Mm. So, and <laughs> someone goes there and says, oh, Juro palette, it's... Uh, It was also, it was always, uh, I don't know, something else. And uh, can go, why is this? And does the, did the, the supply actually send a message this way? And you already see, no, it was another value that you supply present, but it was actually in our system was changed with Europilot. Hmm. And yeah. So. Okay. So that already adds quite some value with, with, with the data. But I think there's more, right? Yeah, so and now, now we <laughs> store all the information that sounds so useful. So, One day later, still after the upgrade, uh, so uh, it's now the Wednesday, uh, after the upgrade, the same supplier with the same telephone number, which I don't have, uh, is sending the same error again. Yeah. And again, I have a situation, oh, I remember there was something like that yesterday, but I'm getting old uh, uh, and I don't remember what it was. And now you help, Eric, you are young, you can help me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I help, but I don't help with my young brain. So ah. <laughs> I, I, I also don't remember because uh, <laughs> I don't uh, pay attention too much. <laughs> and I say, okay, I, I had a look over your shoulder yesterday, but actually I... Uh, <laughs> Did not remember. So, but I then refer to, hey, there's a new cool feature. <laughs> and it's the, uh, yeah, we called it uh, the intelligent error handling. So mm. uh, we actually use this, um, yeah, error history because we say the uh, storing of the history is the one thing, but actually use this is, is another. And um, the most basic form of this is uh, implemented already. And also shipped with uh, 2022 as an option. And but it's still, it's the most basic in our eyes, but it's already quite it, advanced. It's already quite, it's uh, <laughs> a lot of value. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we as mm. developer are never satisfied, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know. <It's> always <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So the same error comes up one week later. We say, mm. ah, there was something. And okay. the system also says, yes, there was something from the past. Yeah. And actually, um, we Lost say... from the past. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> system got your back, right? <laughs> <laughs> For example, it says, hey, this same error was... Uh, yeah, it occurred 10 times already. Um, I already know the correct solution for this because the last 10 times, you always uh, corrected if it with the value euro palette. Why don't you resolve it with the same value today as well? So it talks to me now. Did I get it right? How does it tell me? On the UI. Okay, it's on the UI. Okay, so what have I do to get that? Yes, exactly. So the document error tab, we talked about this already. You see there an overview of all the document errors existing on this Tor document. And if you have the same error there again from last week, what was there um, before was just okay product uh, or package id euro palette does not exist mm. um, and now we see uh, in brackets afterwards uh, ah, there are suggestions available and uh, the one thing is you have this error details um, button on the ui as well and if you click on the error details button you get a message pop up saying okay um There was the um, value euro palette, which was already used um, most effectively, uh, was already um, resolved most effectively by using the value euro palette. It was already done 10 times. Last time was uh, yeah, last week <laughs> on Wednesday. Um, 
I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. <laughs> and I can't remember. <laughs> to proceed, you can uh, resolve the error using this value. And we have a new action was on, on the on the UI as well, and which then offers the option to say, okay, resolve it using this most effective value. Okay. And if you click that, um, yeah, automatically this value is used mm -hmm. for resolving the error. Most effective means the one that has most often led to the same or to to a resolution. Exactly. Uh, so okay. there's something we uh, yeah distinguish there as well. So we said we don't know. Uh, there, of course, there can be multiple value, um, values. How the same error can be solved in the euro palette? I mean, it's quite uh, mm. yeah clear what is meant. But uh, in other values, maybe there was some. One time it was uh, used, uh, it was resolved using the one value and the other time another value. And then we say, okay, we have to distinguish here. Um, we, on the one side, say the um, most frequent resolution value. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually the one what was used most often, mm -hmm. <laughs> most frequent uh, to solve this error. Um, for example, like the Euro palette now 10 times, it's the most mm -hmm. frequent. But uh, for example, yesterday, someone in the system um, corrected the same error with Euro palette 2. Mm. For example, there's a new version of mm -hmm. our Euro palette package material. Mm -hmm. And then you see this as the most recent resolution okay. procedure. So there's another one. It may just be one or three times and not so often used as the other one, but you then see both options. And you see, okay, there's a one as the most frequent, there's the Euro palette, mm -hmm. and there's now one with the most recent, it's Euro palette uh, two. And uh, you get both um, suggestions. And if they are the same, so the most frequent mm -hmm. is also the most recent, We say this is the most effective, ah. and we always only offer the one option. Okay, but if you are uh, not too sure and you say huh, mm. there are other options as well, you we also now introduce a new search help. Mm. So we already talked about the one search help available uh, in this UI for the correct value, and this is in these cases the search help for the master data. So for the, all the package materials. Mm. Uh, we now have uh, the option to switch the search help to our intelligent error resolution search help. And there you see for this error on this document with this uh, supplier, so, mm -hmm. um, this message sender in this case, um, you see all the procedures that we have in the system for this error. We see, this, we see the Euro palette, we see the Euro palette 2, mm -hmm. and we see some other um, values that were in the past also used, but which may not be the most frequent or not the most recent, but mm -hmm. we see them there listed as well. Um, and we can then click from this search of one entry and this is used uh, for resolving and the error. Would you also see uh, how frequent they have been used and when they have exactly. been used? You okay. see for every procedure entry there, um, how frequ uh, yeah, frequently they were used. So like already mm -hmm. 10 times, three times, one time. You also see okay. this um, uh, there as well. And you see when was the last time that this procedure was used for resolving this error okay so if the was like one option was two years ago uh, mm. last time it was used yeah you see that there as well and uh, okay not want to do that yes so kind of customers that like that error also like that resolution <laughs> <can> <laughs> yeah okay. Kind of way. okay nice 
Okay, so uh, to, to wrap up, so what's new in resolution is now, uh, in, in case there has been uh, um, effective, maybe most likely or very often it will be exactly one uh, correction, mm -hmm. then I will immediately see that with the error and then with a press of a button, I can just um, apply that just mm -hmm. with an action. Exactly. And if I'm not so sure, there is a intelligent uh, error handling search help now, which shows me... A, a, which looks back into the history uh, of, of that error and shows me the potential candidates and from I can pick from there. Mm -hmm. Can I still use the, let's say, uh, none of those uh, suggestions uh, is, is for me? Uh, is there still a way back uh, to the, the old classic way of resolving? Yeah, so, sure. So you okay. can always, always just, <laughs> yeah. Do, you have all the options that were there before, and you also have the old. Uh, the Just edit. Wow. <laughs> you also have the, uh, of course, the normal package uh, search help you have there as well. So if you say, oh, this may not be <laughs> in there, um, I still have, want to look up, uh, look it up in the search help for all the package materials. You can do that as well. Okay. So it's still, still option. We did not take away any functionality. Hmm. Okay. In this case, yeah. Nice. Okay. Is it? That's it for the new resolution process transactionally, right? Yeah, so I think that wraps it up pretty good. Okay, yeah. so to recap once more, when when you resolve the error, let's say the first time, you have now the option to add some meta information on, on why did this error occur and uh, how did I resolve it and then make some notes without telephone numbers uh, <laughs> personal data, of course. Um, and uh, store that uh, and have it in the document so I see what has been wrong and we also store it in that new uh, business object technically um, technically we store it only in the new <laughs> business object we just yes. uh, yeah. show it in the um, in the yeah, consignment order in the, in the Tor document because we have the reference because okay. the, this is uh, was originating from this Yeah, document. Yeah. And then once we want to make use of that information that we uh, collected, we have new options, we have a new search app, which shows me the history. And if the history is easy to learn from, mm -hmm. um, then we uh, just uh, apply uh, that the easy solution. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Okay, I think uh, then if we are transactionally through, most likely since it's a new feature, There is something that can, has to be configured to make use of it. You mentioned things like this error categories, etc. Where does it come from? Or what, what would I have to do to activate this functionality? Yeah, um, of course. So it's a new IMG activity mm. and it's the, uh, under transportation management, uh, basic settings and then error history. Mm. You have uh, three activities there actually, and the one is uh, basic settings for error history or intelligent error resolution. Mm. And what you can yeah, control there is the first step, uh, do you want to have the error history storage active or not? Mm. So that was also the start of our um, yeah, talk now. Uh, we on the first, uh, on the, yeah, it's the first step, you have to store the data that would have otherwise been uh, Yeah, thrown away. Mm -hmm. You can still say, oh, I don't want it. I don't need mm -hmm. that. It's, that's fine. But if you do, you um, have to set this option to active. And if you have this option set to active, and only if, we, you can set the second uh, option, which is uh, to activate the intelligent error resolution. 
And mm. this, but this is, uh, what we mean by this is actually the, yeah, suggestions on the, mm. on the UI. Okay. So it was in our case, it is now the, um, additional information that there are suggestions available. So basically what it does is only if this option is, is uh, activated, if the new error comes up again, we look up in the error history. Do we want to, uh, or can, can we provide, um, suggestions? And only then we do it. Um, that's the, um, Yeah, text form based. We have only then the actions to use the most frequent, the most recent, or the most mm. uh, uh, what was the other one? Frequent, recent, frequent, recent, most effective, and the most effective. And only then also you see the um, search help. This new one, the additional search exactly, help. Mm. Exactly, the additional search help. Okay. And um, there's a second one, and then we have another option, and we said okay. <laughs> only because I resolved this error um, one time this way this may be not a reason or reason enough to suggest it to the next user so if for example the same error comes up once again uh, next week and we have only <laughs> corrected this error once <laughs> with, this, with one value we actually maybe don't want to um, provide this suggestion because this may, be not, may not be enough data mm. as, a, as a foundation and because of this we have the option now to also in the customizing say what is the minimum number of resolutions to actually display such a suggestion so how often the, the, does, a, yeah, does this uh, procedure uh, need to be uh, used uh, already to to show it mm. on the UI. And uh, yeah, this is what you can uh, maintain there as well. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe from actually every, every one of our customers may have the different value there. So this... Mm. If you are, yeah, want to be very sure that this is the right solution and <laughs> yeah, you have a high value and... Exactly. Uh, only show the suggestions after the 50th time mm. or something like this. Maybe you're bold enough and say after one time. I think mm. it's also okay, mm. right? Mm. Okay. And um, another point, one that we have to... We can uh, yeah, uh, set here is the data archiving residence time and day. So actually mm. this is something we have in Tor document as well and mm -hmm. in the customizing settings. So after which time do you want to uh, have these entries archived? And we have actually this uh, another point. We have some uh, distinguishing uh, made here. So, mm -hmm. so on the one hand, we have the um, partial archiving for the resolutions. Mm -hmm. So um, if we have the same error, 10,000 times already. There's, um, we can say, okay, this can be um, wrapped up and all these resolution instances can be removed because we actually don't want to have the, or we don't need a reference to all of these uh, documents and when this happened and we're not, we just want mm. to store the information, how often did the procedure, um, yeah, was, was this procedure used? And mm -hmm. uh, so we archive them and we store the, yeah, we add actually to the procedure, okay, there are 100 entries which we archived and, but these, they still count as, um, yeah, this was used, this procedure and the full archiving of, as well. So if you have uh, an error and in this archiving, in this archiving residence time, None of the so there was no new procedure, no new, um, mm. no new uh, resolution created for so this just the same error did not occur after this time of uh, period, and you, 
did not resolve it as either, then we can uh, so like you change your supplier and the supplier is yeah. not sending good nor bad exactly. messages or exactly. okay. that's the second mm -hmm. time when we mm -hmm. store we, in this case we actually archive the whole uh, root entry of all the sub uh, entities in this uh, in this case okay. after this time so these are the basic settings for the error history and the attention and error resolution and as you already uh, mentioned we have Spoiler. the second <laughs> yes uh, we have the second uh, yeah Activity, a customizing activity is actually there to maintain the error reason codes. Mm -hmm. And we have a third one to maintain the procedure category codes. So that was what we mentioned earlier to say, um, this error occurred as now as a, um, as an error reason because there was a spelling mistake. And we want to offer the user on the UI the possibility to maintain this value. Then we can maintain it in the customizing and it is available. And the same for procedure category. So if you say, okay, this is a valid approach to call someone mm. or to do this, then we can offer this in the UI and you can select it and from there as well. Okay, so that you can create your own list of problems and resolutions. So defining the granularity that you... Exactly, uh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. okay, I see. Okay, nice. Is that all for configuration? Sounds pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's okay. it. That's all. But still very flexible, right? So yes. you can tailor to your needs and are ready to go resolving errors. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, maybe really quick, uh, that that sounds like, like now you stored all, all the data. Uh, we didn't talk about any analytics yet. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a good reason there are no analytics yet, right? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So with 2022, uh, there are no, uh, no mm -hmm. um, analytics features we delivered but of course we made the first step in, in storing all mm, the data exactly. and uh, it may be on the roadmap i don't want to give too much no, we just talk about uh, uh, current uh, we are aware but of, uh, that this exactly. may add additional value now that we have the information which errors occur in this message processing and how they are solved and which values occur the most that you want to do some analytics on that and uh, gather some information and uh, we want to... And have a deep talk with your supplier. Exactly. How bad the errors and, and how often now the, you had to call the It's the now the, the 100th error in the same month and mm. like this, yes. Okay, I see. And I think other thing that uh, sounds like a potential extension would be to, once I'm confident... Uh, that this is a very good solution that I maybe auto apply it, but I think that's also not available yet. But no. maybe something you may have thought about. Yes, uh, it was in our head, hmm. in our heads. Um, of course, if you are very confident, say, okay, this is now time 100 hmm. time, and I'm so sure that if this supplier sends the same error again, that the system sh should automatically resolve it this way that you have the option to set this and uh, that it is resolved automatically. But this is um, yeah in our heads Outlook, and yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe written down somewhere. And uh, I don't want to spoil if we are working on that or not. But uh, yeah, <laughs> of course, it's uh, a vision of our of mm. us. So to use this and to to use this data we have to, uh, yeah, use it as that well. It would be a very nice new episode then of the TM podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Once we have that, yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> what a cliffhanger. Okay. Yes. So I think with that, 
we've covered what's new mm -hmm. and what what's there to configure the new the new features and how they would help you um, in resolving your errors and um, and we even had a little outlook in potential <laughs> new <laughs> potential episodes underlined yes yes clear. okay so thank you very much eric and bernd for for covering this topic Thank you for having me. I think this was, was very, very valuable. Thanks Thank you, Felix. to the listeners for listening in, for, for um, staying with us for 45-ish minutes <laughs> and learning about uh, the new features um, of error handling, which you can then hopefully apply with in your projects and solutions. With 2020 upwards, yeah. Exactly. Yes. So 2020 available. upwards and the new 2020 one, 2022 and, yes, and exactly. onwards. Exactly. Thank you. Okay. 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 Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.